Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. All right, well, this morning, I do. I want to continue with our our sermon series that we've been kicking off this new year with. Uh, We're calling this sermon series Underdogs. You know, in life, we can feel like underdogs, right? As we we, we fight for our marriages, as we fight for our our families, as we fight for uh, our health, that's kind of a challenge right now, as we fight for our finances, as we fight to to overcome uh, addictions. And and, you know, it can seem like the odds aren't in our favor. It can seem like everything is stacked against us as we, we fight these different battles that we're in. But you know, the, the truth this morning is that, that because of Jesus, man, we, we can overcome all odds. Because of Jesus, we can overcome all of life's battles and we can see a victory. You know, our theme verse for this series is Romans eight thirty seven. It says this, it says, knowing all of these things, it says we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Man, I I just, again, this morning, I want to encourage you to to not lose hope. Man, we're we're just seeing this more and more every every week. There's people that are are losing hope, and it's it's just heartbreaking right now to see so many many people even taking their own lives. And I I just want to encourage you this morning to to not not lose hope. Man, don't, don't give up. Man, keep moving forward, keep fighting, because despite all the things that you might be going through in your life right now, man, I want you to know that you are more. You are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. You know, over the last uh, few weeks, we've been looking at some different underdog stories in the Bible. Uh, the Bible is full of incredible stories of people who, who overcame, people who, who, who conf- conquered some difficult challenges, difficulties in their own life. Uh, just a, a quick review. Uh, the first week of this series, we looked at how the underdog, uh, David, defeated the champion Goliath with just a, a sling, a stone, and a really big God on his side. Uh, The second week of the series, we looked at how the underdog Gideon and the Israelites uh, defeated the the Midianite army with just 300 men with ram's horns and clay jars. That's a crazy story, but that's all that that God needed to to defeat the the Midianites. And then last week, we looked at the story of the, the underdog Moses and the Israelites escaping Egypt and how God miraculously parted the, the Red Sea. You know, and as we, we've looked at these, these different stories over the last few weeks, man, I, I just pray that they've given you just the confidence to know that God, he is on your side. And just like we, we sang about this morning, God, he is fighting for us. He is fighting for you this morning. God, he is our way maker. God is our miracle worker. Man, God is the only one who can make a way where there seems to be no way. And again, because of that this morning, we can be confident that we will see a victory. Well, this morning, we're going to look at one of my my favorite stories in the Bible, and that's of of an underdog. His name was Joseph. You know, I I don't know if of anyone who had more bad things happen to them in their life than, than Joseph. You know, Joseph had so much in his life that just constantly seemed to be going against it. It it always seemed like the odds were stacked against him. But despite all that that Joseph went through, Joseph, he never gave up. And ultimately, he overcame. He, he, He conquered. 
You know, when Joseph was, was just a teenager, he, he had dreams, and, and in his dreams, he, he saw himself as a leader. And so at a very young age, Joseph, he knew that God had a great plan, that God had a great purpose for his life. Well, Joseph, he had 10 older brothers who, who didn't care for him very much. They didn't, they didn't like him very much. And, and when they found out about these, these dreams that Joseph had, they, they really became Joseph, jealous of Joseph. So much so that they wanted to kill him. But instead of killing Joseph, they decided one day that they would just sell him, sell their brother as a slave. It says this in Genesis chapter 37, verses 26 through 28. It says, Judah said to his brothers, he said, what will we gain by, by killing our brother? We, we'd have to cover up the crime. Instead of hurting him, let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders. After all, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. And so when the Ishmaelites traders, who were Midianite traders, came by, Joseph's brother pulled him out of the cistern and they sold him for, to them for 20 pieces of silver, and the traders took him to, to Egypt. You thought your family was dysfunctional, right? <laughs> it, it was nothing compared to, to Joseph's family. And, and so when Joseph was just 17 years old, he was taken to, to Egypt to live in bondage and to, to be a, a slave. Well, you know, you would have thought that, that Joseph would have been, just become very bitter about this, Right? You would have thought that, that Joseph would have let this, this horrible situation ruin his life, right? But that's not what, what Joseph did. Instead, Joseph, he, he kept his head up. He kept moving forward. He kept fighting. He kept working hard. And, and in Egypt, he actually was promoted to serve in, in Potiphar's house. Potiphar was the, uh, a captain guard of the king of Egypt. And so Joseph, he, he became promoted. He became successful despite the wrongs, despite the, the injustices that were done to him by his brothers. Well, well, the wrongs, the, the injustices, it didn't stop there in Joseph's, Joseph's life. Because one day when Joseph was working for Potiphar, his wife came, and, and, and false, came in and, and falsely accused Joseph of, of trying to, 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 to sleep with her, to try, and accused him of trying to, to rape, rape her. And, and so Joseph, he was thrown into prison for this. It's found in Genesis 39, 19 through 20. It says, Potiphar was furious when he heard that his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. And so he took Joseph and threw him into prison where the king's prisoners were held. And, and there he remained. And, and so now early in Joseph's life, he, he's had his brothers sell him as a slave. He, he's had his wife, boss's wife, accuse him of rape, Right? And now here he is, he is sitting in prison, right? Man, he had these incredible wrongs, incredible injustices done to him. And this is so amazing to me because here Joseph is, he's in prison. Again, he could have so easily become bitter. He could have so easily let all these horrible things that have been done to him keep him down. He could have let all these things, just let, let them ruin his, his life. But that's not what, what Joseph did. Joseph, despite all of these things, he, he kept his head up and he kept fighting and he kept working hard. 
And even in prison, it says, the Bible tells us that, that, that Joseph, he, he gained favor with the prison warden. And, and even in prison, he was, he was put in charge of all the other prisoners. And, and Joseph, he, he, this is crazy, he was in prison for 13 years for, for doing something that he, he didn't even do. And he didn't let that bring him down. He didn't let that cause him to become bitter. It didn't, he didn't let the, these bad things ruin his life. But he just kept fighting. He kept working hard. And then finally, one day, 13 years later of, of being in prison, Joseph, what happened was he was able to, to interpret a dream that the, the king of, of Egypt had. No one was able to interpret this dream except for, for Joseph because God gave Joseph the ability to do that. And because Joseph interpreted this dream, uh, Pharaoh, who was the king of Egypt, put Joseph second in charge of the most powerful nation in the world at that time. And I just love this, this story because like for so many of us, like Joseph, man, we've had wrongs done to us by others, Right? We, we've had injustices done to us. We've, we've experienced incredible hurts by, by other people. And I know this morning from, from personal experience, it's so easy to let these injustices, it's so easy to let these, the, these wrongs that have been done to us by, by other people cause us to become bitter, angry, it can cause us to just want to say, man, life is unfair. I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm giving up. But I'm here to tell you this morning that no matter how great the injustice, no matter how great the, 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 the hurt that you've experienced, man, I'm here to tell you this morning that you can overcome, that you can conquer just like Joseph did. And you can live a successful life. You know, it says this in Genesis 41, 44 through 40 about Joseph. It says, Pharaoh, he, he said to Joseph, he said, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and he placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung him a gold chain around his neck. Then he had Joseph ride in a chariot reserved for his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, kneel down. And so Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift my hand or foot against the entire land of Egypt without your approval. Isn't that amazing? Think about the things that Joseph had done to him, what he experienced. He had his brothers sell him as a slave. He was falsely accused of rape had all these incredibly horrible things done to him, could have so easily said, I'm done, could have gave up. Joseph said, I'm not doing that. Why? Because I'm more than a conqueror through Christ. And because Joseph kept going, he was put second in command of the most powerful nation in the world. You see, this morning we are. We are more than conquerors through Christ. Man, I'm here to tell you this morning that, that the injustices, man, the hurts that have been done to you by others, man, they don't have to keep you down. Man, they don't have to, to ruin your life because you're more than a conqueror. Amen? 
And so again, this morning, I want to share with you three more things that I want you to remember. Man, as, as you deal with injustice, as you deal with hurts, as you deal with, man, just challenges and battles that you face in your own life, the first thing I want you to remember, you can write this down, is remember to keep your heart soft. Remember to, to keep your heart soft. You know, again, Joseph, he could have let these injustices that were done to him, these hurts that he experienced by others, again, he could have so easily let these things cause him to become bitter and, and just angry with the world, right? You know, I'm sure that, that Joseph wrestled with bitterness. I'm sure that he, he wrestled with, with wanting to be angry with his brothers and with, with Potiphar's wife and, and, and even with God, God, why are all these things happening? I know he wrestled because he was human just like you are, just like I am. But I love this, that Joseph, he chose not to let his heart become hard. Joseph chose not to let anger and bitterness, man, consume his, his life. But he chose to keep his heart soft. He chose to, to, to just keep working hard and to keep fighting. He chose to love, chose to walk in forgiveness. You know, in fact, one day Joseph's brothers actually found themselves in, in Egypt many years later and, and they were in need of food. And, and, and Joseph, again, he was second in charge. He, was, he, was, he had this position of, of power and, and he could have so easily gotten back at his brothers for what they did to him. He could have gotten his revenge. But instead of, of revenge, Joseph, man, chose to love. Joseph chose to forgive. And as a result, this, this family was restored and this family was saved from this massive drought. It says this in Genesis chapter 50, verses 15 through 21. It says, but now their father was dead and, and Joseph's brothers became fearful. Now Joseph will, will show us his anger and pay us back for all the wrongs we did to him, they said. And so they sent this message to Joseph. Before our, our, our father died, he instructed us to, to say to you, please forgive your brothers for the, wrong, the great wrong they did to you, for their sin in treating you so cruelly. So we, the servants of God of your father, beg you to forgive our sin. And, and when G Joseph, he received this message, he, he broke down and he wept. Then his brothers came in and they threw themselves down before jo Joseph and said, look, we're your slaves, they said. But, but Joseph, he replied, he said, but don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He, he brought me to this position so that I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. And so, so he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. Sounds like a man with, that kept his heart soft, right? He said, I'm not going to let my heart become hard. I'm not going to let bitterness, I'm not going to let anger consume my life. But I'm going to let love win. Man, I, I'm going to choose to, to forgive. And, and it was as a result of Joseph keeping his heart soft Man, God was able to greatly bless his life. You see, if, if you want to overcome the, the injustices and the hurts that have been done to you that you've experienced in your life, man, I'm here to tell you today, you have to keep your heart soft. 
You must, like, like Joseph, choose to, to not let bitterness and anger take root in your heart. But you got to choose to keep walking in love and forgiveness. You know, the Bible says this in Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. And so this morning, like, I know we've all experienced injustices. We've all had wrongs that have been done to us by, by other people. And I know those things hurt, but, but I'm here to tell you today that if you truly want to live a successful life and want to experience all the great things that God has in store for you, you have to keep your heart soft. You have to, to keep your heart soft and you've got to let love win. You've got to let forgiveness win. And, and, and it, when you do that, you can keep moving forward and you'll experience all the wonderful things that God has in store for your life. And so I just want to encourage you this morning that when you've had things done to you that, that are wrong and justice is done, man, don't become bitter. Don't become angry, but keep your heart soft. Let love, let forgiveness win. Here's number two. The second thing I want you to remember is this. Remember to keep working hard. Remember to keep working hard. You know, again, Joseph could have easily become just discouraged and frustrated as it seemed like everything was going against him. He could have given up and just quit as his world just constantly seemed to be falling apart. And again, that's not what Joseph did. Again, despite the injustices, despite the hurts that he experienced, man, Joseph, he just kept, kept moving forward. He just kept working hard. Man, as a, as a slave in Egypt, Joseph kept working hard, right? He worked hard, and as a result, he, he was put in charge of Potiphar's house. And, and even in prison, Joseph didn't give up and quit. He didn't just, you know, just kept working hard and eventually was put in charge in the, the, the prison. And because he worked hard in prison, eventually one day God promoted him and he became second in command in, in, all, of, in, all, of, in all of Egypt. You see, when we choose not to, to, to let bitterness and anger consume our, our hearts and when we keep moving forward and, and keep working hard, man, I want you to know this morning that, that good things happen. You know, for many of you know, like I, I love football. And a couple weeks ago was the, the national championship game. It was Georgia versus, versus Alabama. And, and Georgia ended up winning the, the, the game. But the quarterback for the, the Georgia Bulldogs, his name is Stetson Bennett. And, and Stetson has like this incredible, credible story. He had to overcome so much to, to become the quarterback for the Bulldogs. Always they would show him when he was like three years old and he was like, I'm gonna one day play quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs. And, and it seemed so unlikely because Stetson, he, he wasn't a very big kid. He wasn't, he wasn't your, you know, 6'5 quarterback. He was actually, he's pretty, pretty small for, for a quarterback, but, but he had this dream. And so he, he, he walked on at the, the, the University of Georgia, didn't even get a scholarship, and, and he wasn't getting a chance to play. And, and so he went to a community college for a couple years and, and played and, and got some experience, but he, he still had this dream. And so he, he went back to Georgia after community college, and, and, and he had this dream of playing, and, and, and it didn't look like it was going to happen because they had more talented people ahead of him, but he still had this dream. 
And, and finally this year, he didn't start, and, and a couple of games into the season, the, the starting quarterback got hurt, and, and so he got his chance to play. And, and he did a good job, and he was, they kept winning, and so they, they, they kept him in. And he led his team to the national championship game. And then at the, in the championship game, they, they were the underdogs, and they, they beat the mighty Alabama Crimson Tide. Yay, yeah, Alabama lost. But my favorite thing was this. After the game, they, they interviewed uh, Stetson Bennett. <laughs> and they, they, they asked him. They're like, what, what would you say to all the underdogs out there? And he didn't give a very long answer, response. But all he said was this. He said, shut up and work hard. <laughs> I was like, that's great advice. So often... When bad things happen, we don't think we're treated right. We want to grumble. We want to complain. We want to post on Facebook. (laughs) Right? And Stetson's like, no, just shut up and work hard. Keep keep working hard. Even when, when things that are done to you, they're not fair. They're not right. Keep working hard. Because one day, man, God, he's going to honor that. And you're going to get your chance. And you're going to overcome. And God will, will promote you and God will, will bless you. Amen. You know, the truth is this, is, is nothing in this life, it comes easy, right? A, a successful marriage, it doesn't come easy. A, a successful family, it doesn't come easy. Uh, to be successful in your health, it doesn't, it doesn't come easy. To be successful in your finances, it doesn't come easy. To, 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 to break an addiction, it doesn't, it doesn't come easy. But when you keep working hard at it, man, good things happen. You know, Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And so again, like, like things happen in our life that aren't, aren't always fair. We experience injustices and wrongs are done to us by others. Uh, and instead of, of whining about it and complaining about it and, and, you know, throwing a fit, just shut up and keep working hard. <laughs> and as you do that, man, it, God will he'll bless you. Bless you for it. And good things will happen. And then that leads me to my third thing, third point. Third thing I want you to remember is this, is that that remember that God will help you to be successful. You know, Joseph, again, he experienced all these these bad things in his life. He was hurt by by people. But even through it all, God was was always with Joseph. And, And because Joseph kept his heart soft, and because Joseph kept working hard, God helped Joseph become successful. You know, I so love that where everywhere Joseph ended up, he rose to the top and he became successful. When Joseph, when he first arrived in Egypt as a slave, he, he rose to the top and, and he became successful in Potiphar's house. It says in Genesis 39:2, it says the Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything that he did as he served in the home of of his Egyptian master. And then again, in in prison, God was was with Joseph and and he helped Joseph to find favor with the the prison warden. And and even in in prison, Joseph became successful. 
as he was put in charge of the entire prison. It says in, in Genesis 29, 31 through, or 21 through 22, it says, but the Lord was with, with Joseph in prison and, and he showed him his faithful love and the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Before long, the warden put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners and, and over everything that happened in prison. Like, that's amazing to me. And then when Joseph got out of prison, God was, was with Joseph and, and he made Joseph successful. And again, he put Joseph second in charge of the most powerful nation of the world. Genesis 41, 43, it says, then he had Joseph ride and, and the chariot reserved for the second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, kneel down. And, and so Joseph put, so Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all of Egypt. God was with Joseph. And God wanted Joseph to be successful. And I'm here to tell you this morning, the same is true for us. Man, God wants us to be successful in everything that we do. You know, I, I really and I truly believe this this morning, that as Christians, we should be the most successful people on the planet. We should be the most successful people on the planet. Because God is with us and is, he's fighting for us and it, his heart is for us to succeed and to rise to the top. And I'm here again to tell you this morning that we can do that despite the injustices, despite the, the wrongs, the hurts that have been done to us by others. And the reason why, again, is because we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. And so this morning, like, I know that life gets hard. Man, I know that we face many challenges and, and many difficulties. I know that we get hurt by other people. I know that we have injustices that are done to us. But I'm here to tell you this morning that none of those things matter. Because we are overcomers. Because we are more than conquerors. Because our God created us to be successful. Proverbs 16.3 says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. And so this morning, I just want to, again, I want to encourage you to not let life keep you down. Some of you here today, you've been, life has knocked you down right now. And, and I know, again, it's easy to, to become frustrated. It's easy to become angry, to become bitter. It's easy to want to throw in the towel. But I just want to encourage you this morning, keep moving forward. Keep fighting, just like Joseph did, man, and you'll be successful. And so I really do, I believe that this is, the, the, these two keys are, are so important. Number one, man, keep your heart soft. Man, nothing will, will keep you from being successful and experiencing all the great things that God has for your life than becoming, you becoming bitter and angry. Bitterness and anger will destroy your life. It will. Bitterness and anger will destroy your life and, and it'll keep you from experiencing all the great things that God has for you. Man, we see that in Joseph's life, don't we? Man, that guy, if anyone could, could have been bitter and angry, it was Joseph. Joseph's like, I'm not going there. Man, I'm gonna choose to walk in love. I, I'm gonna choose to forgive. Joseph kept his, his heart soft. And as a result, he became successful. So keep your heart soft, 
keep working hard. I know that sometimes uh, things get, are, are done to us that aren't fair. Life's not always fair. You might not get that job you wanted or you might not get that break you wanted. It's not over. Keep working hard. Keep doing what God's told, called you to do. Keep being faithful. Keep being faithful at doing what God's called you to do. Keep working hard. Keep moving forward. And as you do that, good things will happen. God will, will bless you for it. He'll promote you for it. And I just really believe I love these two lessons and I've experienced in my own life. The things that I, I've gone through, God was like, man, Jeremy, keep your heart soft. Keep working hard. Keep your heart soft. Keep working hard. And as you do that, I'll help you be successful. And so I just want to encourage you this, this today. Remember those two things. Keep your heart soft. Keep working hard. Remember Stetson Bennett. <laughs> shut up and work hard. <laughs> I didn't think I put, should put shut up as one of my points. So, <laughs> But keep your heart soft and keep working hard. Amen. I think that's the, the word that God has for us today. Amen. Would you bow your heads and, and close your eyes? You know, God, he really does. He, he loves us so much. And I want you to know again today that he, he's fighting for us. And I know that in this life, like, things happen that are, and that are, they're done to us and they, they hurt, they're, they're not fair. And I, I just want to encourage you this morning. I just want you to know that God, man, he's with you just like he was with Joseph. He was with Joseph through all the things that he went through. God had a great plan. And I want you to know that God, life's not always fair, but God, he's with you. He's, he's with you. He's fighting for you. And his heart is to, to bless you. His heart is to, to make you successful in everything that you do. Man, God wants you to be successful, have a successful marriage. He wants you to have successful families. He wants you to bless you in your, your finances and your health. He wants you to overcome that, that addiction. Man, his, God's heart for us is to succeed. It really, it really is. And I just want to encourage you this morning again to keep your heart soft and to keep working hard. You know, this morning again, the only way that we can do any of this is by having a relationship with God. Man, we, we need God. We need God in our lives to, to, to keep moving forward. We need, we need God in our lives to, to keep working hard when, when life tries to, to knock us down. And I want you to know this morning that the true success, it only comes through having a relationship with God. And again, the way that that relationship happens, it happens through Jesus. It happens because of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. Man, Jesus went and he died on that cross so that, that we could be forgiven of all of our sins and so that we could have a relationship with God. And so if you're here this morning and, and maybe you don't have a relationship with God and you've never put your faith in Jesus and, and what he did for you on that cross and, and this morning you, you want that and you need that. And if that's you this morning, I'm gonna invite you to pray this, this prayer with me. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, God, I, I come to you today desperately needing you in my life. And so God, this morning, I'm making a decision 
to put my faith in your son, Jesus, as I confess him as the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.